Hello, listeners. This is Maddie introducing you to the brand new format for Indie Comics. I have loved hosting this podcast and bringing in exciting creators to interview for you. But as a network, we at the Grand Geek Gathering have decided to level up Indie Comics and make things even more personal. The show now features two creators talking to each other and answering questions together. It's a chance for you to hear straight from the creators about what they care about the most. In addition, Indie Comics is no longer just a podcast. You can watch it on YouTube by searching for Indie Comics. That's I-N-D-I-C-O-M-I-X. The extended version will include creators reacting to comic panels, covers, and so much more. It's been an honor to be your host for the last few years, and you'll still hear me on the podcast version of the show asking questions our creators will answer. Thank you for taking this journey with us. And without further ado, I introduce you to the new Indie Comics. For our first episode in our new format, we have creators Russell Nolte and Don Nguyen talk about iconic comics. Let's dive right in. Hi, I'm Don Nguyen. I'm a comic book uh, artist and creator. I'm best known for helping Punisher co-creator Jerry Conway with his BLM design. Uh, I did the BLM Skull Fist. I also created Pablo the Gorilla, and I'm a Marvel anime sketch card artist for Upper Deck. Before I do my intro, I just want to say I did read Pablo Gorilla, and it was really good. I finally got I finally got around to reading all of my like Kickstarter comics. I'm like I really enjoyed that one. You can leave that hey. in if you want. I don't care. Uh, but uh, my name is Russell Nolte. I'm a USA Today bestselling author, uh, most uh, probably popular for my anthology series Cthulhu is Hard to Spell, and also the uh, comic books that I've created: uh, Ichabod Jones' Monster Hunter, Katrina Hates the Dead, and Pixie Dust. What makes a comic iconic? To me, it's the amalgam of uh, great writing and excellent artwork. There's always a saying in comics that you can have great writing and mediocre art, and that could still pull a comic through. But when you get those two things together and they sync perfectly, that's what makes an iconic comic. Uh, you know, great story, great character, and just fantastic visuals. And so I think this is uh, what Don said is, is, is absolutely correct. But uh, I would go even one step further that like it takes amazing art and amazing, um, amazing writing or at least unique art and writing, because sometimes it's not. I don't think that every uh, iconic comic has the absolute best art and best writing. What they have is a unique combination that makes it stand out from everything else. And so I think that you need that combination and you also need. Uh, an iconic moment, at least one iconic moment. Uh, you could be building up to one iconic moment for an entire trade or for an entire um, for an entire uh, run of a book. Like there has to be one moment that makes people like be able to talk about it later. Um, and then, and usually that means a character who has gone through something uh, monumental. Uh, and that doesn't mean that it has to be like they save the world. It could be that like their parents just got divorced. Like, but it has to be like a monument, a character has to have gone through a monumental struggle that pays off in an iconic moment using unique art and story that makes it stand out above uh, others. Uh, and then all of that kind of has to coalesce with a whole lot of luck because you could have all of that perfectly together and uh, you, you launch too early, you launch too late, uh, 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 you launch with a couple of other books and it gets buried under it, uh, you just, you, I, a lot of that iconicness comes from sort of the collective consciousness also reacting to that thing in the same time. And, and uh, like Watchmen is a, is a moment in time. I don't know if it would be iconic if it came out today because now everyone is repeating Watchmen. 
but it, it was it was that iconic moment there. But if Watchmen had just faded like so many other comics have, it wouldn't be iconic. So it's all of that stuff kind of fused together and then thrown in with a big dose of luck. What do you focus on most when you create? Uh, I'm an artist uh, primarily, so I have to focus on the art. Uh, and I think the thing that people like about my artwork is I feel like I do faces pretty well and expressions and people tend to gravitate towards that because you want to be able to identify uh, with a character. So in comics, that's that's one of the biggest things. You know, it's built on what Russell was saying. He's definitely right. You need that momentous occasion and you need to feel along with the character or feel for uh, a character. And once you have that that gravitational pull, once you're you're pulled into the story that way and and you're, you're reading to understand, uh, you know, what's going to happen to the character, where the character is coming from, uh, then, then, you know, that that's that's where you want to be. And as a creator, I think that's that's our job is to get uh, the reader there. And so, uh, you know, I think in, in, in this endeavor of ours uh, that we're, we're, we're on this path of, uh, that's 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 the goal. That's that's what we're trying to attain is to get somebody to to understand and to enjoy and uh, to identify with, with the story that we're trying to tell. So for me, I focus on that iconic moment and a character. Uh, opposite of, of uh, Don, I am a, uh, I'm a writer, creator. So I, uh, I focus on the writing and the story uh, first and foremost. And my goal is to have hopefully an iconic moment every issue of book that I'm talking about uh, and then make sure the characters are um, are connecting uh, so that people fall in love with the character and then they they when the iconic moment comes they really care what happens so often comics just are like a series of things that happen and a series of really big explosions or iconic moments without caring about the character I think if you if you First, you need those iconic moments that people are gonna be able to talk about. I think in the second issue of Katrina Hates the Dead, there's a big iconic moment, like almost at the end of the, the issue uh, uh, where someone dies, but like it wouldn't have mattered if you didn't care about those characters to get to that moment. And I feel like most of my life is spent putting together set pieces. So set pieces, sort of the big, uh, it, it, like the big moment revealing like a movie that they spend most of the time writing to. And I, I feel like that is what I am mostly doing. I'm, I'm setting up these set pieces and then I'm putting all of the little pieces together that need to happen and, and the characters together, the, the audience is going to care about. So when that moment happens, it has the biggest emotional impact. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Indie Comics. Remember, we're more than just a podcast. Tune in on YouTube by searching for Indie Comics. That's I-N-D-I-C-O-M-I-X. And watch the extended show in all its glory. Thanks for listening in. Please rate, review, and subscribe to let us know what you think. You can find articles, videos, and so much more on our website, thegrandgeeks.com. And don't forget to follow Indie Comics on Facebook for more information and bonus clips. Have a great week and GGG!